Hey loves, I'm Squid. And I'm Cheer, and you're listening to Not, Not Your, Your Pick, Pick Me, a podcast that highlights gamers and content creators who are breaking barriers in hopes of making gaming and streaming communities safer and more inclusive spaces for everyone. Stick around for some hilarious yet educational content. And just remember, no matter how much you want us to be, we're not your pick me. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Not Your Pick Me. We're super excited about today's episode. Um, We're talking about what we know best, which is queer gamers. Um, Our guests today are Luxie Games and Blizz Bear. Um, two amazing queer Twitch streamers who are both known for their cozy yet chaotic vibes. I feel like Blizz leans very heavily on that chaos. Oh, Lexi, don't even talk if you want to talk about it. I don't know where the cozy comes in. When is it? Is this the cozy? I'll walk in and you're talking about piss automatically. And I'm like, I have a whipped whipped pissy. What do you want from me? Wait, you have a pissy mode too? I have piss bear. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so yeah, let's go ahead and start. Let's get um get into the podcast. Let's see if you don't mind, you mind introducing um yourself to our listeners. I got this. Absolutely. My name is Lexi Games. I'm a variety streamer on Twitch. Uh I've been I've been streaming for like 4 years now. I um mostly make variety content, but right now I'll be honest, is it just me playing Animal Crossing for like 12 hours at a time? Yeah. Sure. I'm known for like normally chaos. Sometimes I laugh like Jack Black. I feel like that's most of my viral clips for some reason. Uh, I also am married to a woman. So I feel like that's something people know me for. And she's very wholesome. Also, people know me for her, I think, because like she doesn't know um, most of the most chaotic things that come out of my mouth. And then she's like, what is Wait, 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 what did you just say? I'm oh, sorry, okay. sex and magic? Yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I literally just watched that video the other day. I don't know what it was. I was laying with one of my partners, like, in bed, just, like, chilling, and I scrolled to one of the TikToks. I was like, look, just look. Just look at She's how so amazing precious. this stuff She's is. So precious. And it literally, she goes, sex and magic? That's what SMM stands for, right? Am I right? wrong? <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> Rihanna has a song. <laughs> I love Bean. I love Bean. Precious. <laughs> I've made sure that I've followed Bean on every other platform as well, just so I get the other side of oh, the Oh, so content. you can get the Jonas Brother updates. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, it's funny because one of our good friends that like we're in a group chat with uh, is also married to a woman and obsessed with uh, the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, it's And her Jonas wife Brothers. streams they're, Animal they're Crossing. There's like a there's like a an obsessed boy band to adult lesbian pipeline that I have never seen something so strong in my life. I've never heard of this before, but like oh, now- there's Blizz. There just keep, now that you know, you know, like when you're like, oh, I never noticed that sign before, and now it's all you see. It's yeah. all you'll see. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's a thing. I wish I cared about literally anything as much as my wife loves the Jonas Brothers. Like we love each <laughs> other. Obviously, I feel like that's a given, but like. I wish I could get that excited and cry over like Kevin Jonas, Joe Jonas, yeah. Nick Jonas, maybe not. Well, Nick like watch Jonas. Big Time Rush and it'll change everything for you. I don't but- see. I don't even know anything. I think I skipped Big Time Rush. I don't know anything about them. I feel like I, we're too old for Big Time Yeah, Rush. wait, Blizz, how old are you? Sorry, wait, I'm- Blizz, do your intro and then I'll come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Actually, yes, let's go ahead and uh, let's hear from Blizz as well. Uh, yeah. Hi, my name is Blizzbear, or you can call me Blizz or Blizzard Bearson if you're mad at me. Um, I've been a variety content creator for about a year and some change now. Um, I am 25, because that's going to be brought up later, I'm assuming. Uh, a Pisces, which hopefully won't get brought up later. Um, 6'2", that's important too. Um, but I am known for being, I feel like the bisexual dad of Twitch. Or a bicon on Twitch. I'm constantly just causing chaos wherever I go. Uh, but I also love a cozy vibe, a wholesome vibe. And yeah, anytime you walk into my Twitch community, it's either you're going to be set on fire or learn a little bit about yourself, which is also like a wholesome experience. So why are you so good at that? I was so Oh my good. god, I Bestie, I just woke up. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Sometimes I laugh like Jack Black, and you're like, first of all, let me write you the first well, paragraph of my autobiography. I used to, I used to have a podcast 
Oh, back okay. in the day, and I don't really tell anyone about it. But I won't it was like, tell anyone. It's called uh, Milk with Pulp. No. <laughs> All right. You know what, Blizz? I've heard of that. <laughs> okay. I was I was feral before I even got to Switch. Also, um, I'd like to take him on it. Is Cheer the oldest here? Stop. I'm always the oldest. Mama. <laughs> Mommy. Mama. How old are you, Cheer? What? I thought you were like 20. I'm 30. You didn't know that about Cheer? <laughs> You're a liar. Please stop lying. Thank you. Where are you living and what water are you drinking? <laughs> New York City. It's oh, literally. No. <laughs> Somehow she still looks that young and has lived in New York. I'm pissed right now. I'm upset. Oh, man. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, I don't want to keep y'all too long, so I'm going to ask our first question. <laughs> so, like, how exactly did you get into streaming slash gaming in general? Like, have you been gaming your whole life or did it come out of nowhere? Yeah, yeah, No, I've been gaming, like, my entire life. Like, both of my parents still play games together. Like, my parents played New World. They, my dad was like almost max level in New World. They both played it. So like I have in turn also played video games my whole life. At one point, I don't know if this is real or like I imagined it, but I'm pretty sure at one point my dad was like constantly playing like Battlefield scrimmages. And like before this was cool, like before video games were like a thing, like back when like in the like mid 90s where you were like not cool. <laughs> and my mom was like, yeah, he's just always playing video games. My ther her therapist was like, have you ever tried playing video games with him? And she was like, no. And then now my mom constantly plays video games with him. Aww. If you can't beat him, join him. Um, and then just weaned that into our lives where we would like lay on the on the floor and like they would make pallets for us and we would all play like Tomb Raider together, which was super fun. And so like I have a I have a deep emotional bond to those triangular boobs. Um, but <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> don't we all? It's a special. It's a very special. Yeah, I I was a performer at Disney World before any thought of streaming even existed in my mind, and I ended up moving from Disney to Maryland to a Six Flags to be a Wonder Woman. Everybody could have crossed paths. I, sorry to interrupt. I am literally a Maryland boy. <laughs> so is my wife. My wife is from Maryland. All right, we have a lot to talk about after <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, I moved up there, and everybody, I'm, if you have probably been to Six Flags America, everybody that works there is, like, 16 years old. So, like, I was 24, 25. I can't hang out with these children. That just feels inappropriate and wrong on multiple levels. Like, I can eat lunch with them, but I'm, they'd be like, come hang out. Let's go bowling. We might party after, and I'm like, I can't party with you. <laughs> I cannot nope. party with a 17-year-old. I would go to jail. Um, so I'm just, like, alone in an apartment, like, outside of Washington, D.C. Like, what do I do with my free time? And I was, like, constantly watching people on Twitch. Um, and then I was like, I have performed my whole life, and I've played video games my whole life. Why am I not performing and playing video games on Twitch? So I, that's, I just started doing it, like, alone, out of loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> and like and like the like mental idea that that would probably be a good idea for me to do so uh blizz how did you get into streaming and gaming uh i started with pokemon crystal on my game boy advance i think um which is why cyndaquil is my favorite pokemon and literally is just a sleepy fire baby which i feel like i really encompass that but what really pushed me into like console gaming <clears throat> was uh kingdom hearts my sister was a huge gamer and used to play uh, kingdom hearts on our playstation until one day where i accidentally deleted her file right before she got to the sorry what right when she was in the beauty and the Beast section which is like close to the end i'm pretty sure um and so i felt really bad i felt really bad and so i tried to learn kingdom hearts and get back to the point where she was and i did and when I gave it back to her, she was like, I'm no longer interested in video games. So I ruined my sister's entire gaming career. Um, so I had to become the gamer. It's only right that I take the throne of gaming. And that's how I got there. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry, but do you think in an alternate reality that your sister is the streamer? Yes, I think in an alternate reality, my sister is the streamer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm happy we're in this reality. Uh, yeah, 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 of course. It's like it's like the whole I took the throne. I took the throne. Um it was a, a natural right. So when the pandemic happened, that's when I basically started getting into streaming. I was watching uh, a couple Twitch streams. The two streamers that I was watching were uh QT Cinderella and uh Data Dave. So I was a theater kid as well. Um but I was a stage manager 
so I'm really good at handling like brats and stuff. Um, <laughs> same, same. Yeah, you know. Yeah, same. Um, and like in <laughs> in college, like <laughs> Lexi and I both. Like, I, okay. <laughs> in college, I was basically a. Um, I'm a biochemist. I have a degree that says that I am a biochemist and I was working a government job at the time, but I was really bored with the pandemic and I wanted to find a community that was similar to the identities that I hold. I didn't really have a lot of like black friends and I didn't really have a lot of queer individuals or anyone who understood the experiences of being black and queer. Um, So I went to go to Twitch to find that. And so I started, I'm pretty sure one of my first games was, uh, first and foremost, Friday the 13th, and I realized I did not want to do that. And so I became a Stardew streamer and started playing um, just mainly Stardew. The Stardew community was really nice, started like holding my hand through everything, and it's one of my like most top played games now. I started in June like 2020 and was bored and looking for friends. That, that was it. We talk about how insane and the growth. Good lord! Oh my god, it's been it's been a whirlwind. I I started from Twitter. Like what what got me really like big on Twitter was I was in the hashtag Byman exist um like whole trend. And I woke I posted a photo like late at night like going with the trend. And I woke up the next morning with like three thousand Twitter followers. And I was like, did something happen? (laughs) <laughs> and then I wanted to see if I could transform that into, like, a gaming career because I've always wanted to, like, game. And I wasn't sure if people thought I was, like, interesting enough to video game. It's the whole imposter syndrome thing that's, like, mm-hmm. am I interesting oh, I or, do, or do am I, I annoying? Am I annoying? <laughs> am I interesting or am I annoying? But ever since then, it's been, like, so much growth. It's not a flex. It's not a flex whatsoever. We're all listening happily and proud of you. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, but I was offered the opportunity of partner, and I, I've never applied. Twitch was like, we see your growth, and you're growing a lot, and we, if this is an opportunity for you, would you be interested in like being partner? And I was like, yeah. And then uh, February 2nd of 2021, where I quit my job because I realized my mental health was a bit better streaming than working for mm-hmm. the government that's sh- shocker oh, that. wow um, can't believe that <laughs> so february 2nd uh i quit my job where i wasn't utilizing my biochemistry degree whatsoever and then february 5th i was offered partnership and made and started doing full-time content creation so it's kind of like i closed a, a door and another mm-hmm. opportunity like opened or another door opened so it was kind of cool <laughs> that is so cool it's amazing I, I think what's really cool too is you're doing it as a variety streamer. That is mm-hmm. not yeah. very common. Yeah. Like, because you usually hard. have to get only one community and like focus on that community and play that game. But like you do so many other things. And to be able to grow while doing that, it's mm-hmm. that's fascinating. I didn't realize how much my community, how complex my community was. Cause like you're playing Stardew one day and then now you're talking about true crime and everyone's like, oh my God, I love true crime. Oh my god, we should do a true like true crime streaming. Oh my god, I love ghosts. Let's 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 watch some ghost stuff. Let's watch some spooky stuff. Oh my god, Legos. Love Legos. Literally holding a Lego right now. Love Legos. <laughs> let's build Legos now. Well, Lexi would Lexi, you get this, and I know you get this because I've watched a crap ton of your content. But it's not necessarily the game that makes the content, but it's the streamer that makes the mm-hmm. content. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so they're sure. like just happy to be in your presence and see you happy about something that makes you happy you know I don't like know. <laughs> you could be putting together legos and be blizz and you could be putting together legos and be like biden you know what i mean like that's a very different vibe yeah it's so much of like your personality on like where is the peace did i eat the peace have i shit the peace out where did the peace go it's like a very different vibe than like i'm a professional lego builder and today we'll be building like both yeah. of those are still so cool but like it's a very different vibe yeah. i lose a piece and i say if i can't find this piece i'm ending stream right now I always blame Lego. <laughs> Lego didn't like, give me. Lego didn't pack this. That is not on me. You I didn't just like it. 30 minutes before accidentally drop the whole thing on stream and people yeah. were like, oh no, you might have lost a piece. And you're like, no, I definitely didn't. Lego did. Yeah. Um, I know that y'all have seen possibly some change within like the streaming community and the gaming community. How do you feel like that change has come about do you do you see change do you see like maybe more comfortability what exactly are y'all seeing 
when I started streaming, I was like maining RuneScape. So like I was like literally in a toxic shithole where I couldn't get out of. Streaming became more like kind and queer and accessible to me because I changed my audience entirely. Like it had nothing to do with like Twitch becoming better for me because Twitch was wrong before. It's because my content wasn't reaching the people it needed to be reaching because the gay people have always been there and like the accepting people have always been there. But like my, I was streaming RuneScape to like, I don't know, 20 year old white guys who just like really wanted to see my boobs. So like, and I was just like, how do I get out of here? But like, it's crazy how much my content had like changed because I was like, I'm smiling and happy all the time. I remember my ex who like, I'm really good friends with coming in stream one time and being like, you're so bubbly in stream all the time. And I was like, oh, like fake bubbly. And I was like, dang, what's going on? <laughs> That's an insult, I think. <laughs> and now I'm like very much like I could get on stream and be like, yeah, guys, I just like, I like I got somebody pumped me full of ink this morning. So like, I'm going to be a little off today because um, that happened recently. I had them put ink in my womb recently. And now they call me HP printer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a really big difference <laughs> where somebody is going to oh make fun of me for having a womb versus be like, yeah, HP print jet. Let's go. It's very different. I well, like, I mean, like before, like I would be like, yeah, I'm on my period and people would be grossed out. Do you know what I mean? And like now my content's so diff, like it's so different. But it's because I started using social media like I was before just streaming. And I'm sure Blizz gets this all the time. They're like, how do you become a streamer? I'm like, I don't know, but just don't just stream on Twitch because it's not going to happen. Besties. <laughs> there's zero discoverability. Yeah, there's nothing. But like, so like it switched. So do you feel like in the beginning of streaming that you felt like you maybe had to act a certain way or keep certain things hidden kind of in a pick me type behavior in a way of like, I just want to do what I enjoy, but also there we would I would love some support in that process. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't talk about my relationship. I didn't talk about my sexuality. I like didn't talk about anything. It was very depersonalized because a lot of who I was on the Internet also beforehand was like making sure nobody could know anything about me so they couldn't hurt me. But my my opinion on it now is very much so making sure um, everybody knows everything about me. And since I've said it, nobody can hurt me because I put it on the Internet. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't. I said it. Yeah, I suck my thumb. What? Make fun of me. I already said it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you can't get me. I'm already here. But it's like a very different view of being like, you can't know anything about me and versus being like, oh, you can know a lot about me. But like only what you know, only because I told you. Yeah, it's a very different like mindset. It's very I don't think that like, it was like purposely pick me, but it was like pick me in the way that like people like project like onto you. Like if you don't say anything, they just assume. And that assumption is never very good. Um, when I first started my Twitch career, what was really important to me was keeping a view. Because I was so focused on wanting mm -hmm. to grow and like I needed the viewers to get reach affiliate and I needed the viewers for partnership and stuff. And I realized halfway through I was sitting here trying to entertain an audience that didn't want me for the longest time um, because there was some aspect of me that they just didn't like, whether it was like my race or my sexuality or I was like too much of a himbo or some, something like that. Um, so I basically started transforming to wanting a more queer audience, an audience of like color and allies and all that stuff like that, because it's kind of it's kind of like a, a, a two sided thing, because like my community provides me validation in my own identities, which is something I desperately needed, not being surrounded by um, queer people of color, um, but also they're also being validated in their identities, too, because they're seeing someone who is representation on the platform which is really nice you don't you don't see a lot of people being happily queer in media or we're given a bad stereotype or we're given the villain role which honestly i love the villain role so make me the villain i'll be the villain um, i'd be a good villain thank you very much um but yeah that whole the whole pick me energy stuff i was like yep i can relate to this because mm -hmm. i've always wanted to my entire life i've always wanted to fit in and try to be like one of the boys or try to be like yeah <laughs> I don't even know and it just it was so unnatural I think that that's kind of how I started to in a way uh like I I would be streaming and I was just streaming and I didn't realize but I was streaming to these like cis 
hetero like white men that were just liking it because I was a girl that was playing a Call of Duty, like a video game yeah. that they enjoyed, and they were like, "Oh, that's hot!" Like, and they like donate and whatnot. And then I started like actually coming out as like queer. And all of a sudden, like the community started changing a little bit. And I remember specifically one guy coming into my Discord and like messaged me and was like, feels like things have changed. Like, you know, I don't feel welcome here anymore. Like, I feel like the minority in the group. And I was like, what? <laughs> that's embarrassing. <clears throat> Excuse me? Do you now? <laughs> Thanks. Have you considered going outside? <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I want to know. Like, I'm not in charge of questions, but I want to know because I feel like my audience changed because I changed my content and Blizz has always been making this content. So like I want to know what you think has changed most <laughs> for you um, because it's not it's obviously there's been like a lot of changes on Twitch. Like, yeah, go anywhere. Like viewership is like crazy now, especially mm-hmm. because of the pandemic, because I know people ask me all the time, like, oh, how are you? Are you doing OK? And it's so bad to be like, I'm thriving. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Millions of people are dying, but my career's going great. Like, it's like a really messed up. You know what Literally I mean? Like, it's like, today, a, yeah, I, was I, like I think lockdowns are happening. Viewership should go up. And I was like, yeah, no, that's, yeah, it's, that, I, I mean, but that's like that's the reality because people are going to be at home and they're looking for that like stimulation that entertainment so like that makes sense um i did notice like a couple of change like again i've only been doing this for like a year and some change um i've noticed a little bit more um conversation circling around race and circling around like sexuality which has been really nice and just marginalized groups in general and making sure that there's like Mm -hmm. There's still a little bit of <laughs> sorry, sorry to make the face, but there's still a little bit of moments where um, marginalized groups on Twitch don't necessarily feel like they are being heard, uh, which is also like a reason why I am trying my best to make sure we are or trying to be put in positions where I can do something mm-hmm. or say something or be a representative of something because I would I would love to see that change personally. I would love to hear more people of color i would love to hear more queer individuals like being uplifted on this platform being you know in the limelight but the issue is majority of the time when you start uplifting marginalized groups or you start putting them up in the limelight and putting them in the forefront there is zero protection for them so like a lot of the times when um i'm on front page i'm getting a crap ton of negative comments and getting a crap ton of things just attacking me for being a queer individual and being black. People love to call me Little Nas X, and I don't think they realize how much of a compliment that is because I am in love with that man. Um, Are they saying it like an insult? Yeah, they're like, ew, it's Little Nas X. And I was like, ew. Sorry, did you see him in those shoes? Did you see him ever? Respect. We actually, in in Call of Duty, there's a, there's a, line that you can take and we call it the little nasa x pole so <laughs> yeah i'm like well that's the thing people are like oh you're gonna go to hell like i get so many like christian christian people yeah, coming yeah. in for some reason you're gonna go to hell or something like that and i'm like yeah little nasa x is there or people are like um the the one that uh the video that, that i put it out like a couple weeks ago where people were like fuck gay people and i'm like Bestie, that's what I'm doing. I'm confused. <laughs> I thought I understood the assignment. <laughs> I'm just like, wait a I, second. I, I, wait a second. I thought I was doing that. But there's there's moments where you have to like transform trolls into content for a little bit. And Absolutely. It, 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 it sucks, but it's also just helpful for our own sanity um, to not feel like the world is constantly against us because it's constantly against us. Yeah, it's yeah. constantly against us. So. Um, yeah, I haven't I I've noticed a little bit of change, but I was actually very curious like Lexi like hearing you talk about any of the changes that you've seen on Twitch if they've been like a little bit more yeah, better in listening to their creators or mm. like how to um, <laughs> I have no idea where Twitch is going. Like, are they listening? Are they not listening? Oh, have they got it? No, they haven't. Like it's I feel like the growth is with the creators and it's hot with the platform. Absolutely. Yeah. Um so like I feel like marginalized creators, specifically POC, speaking up have been a huge impact on other larger creators realizing that they need to like 
not all of them, let me say, but like a lot more of them being like, oh, shit, I should be using this platform for other things. Um, And I think that's been the most growth I've seen is like having it become a more of a build a ladder situation and less of a I must dominate Um, until like, you know, YouTube took everybody. Um, Yeah, I think Twitch tries sometimes really hard to help and just ends up like creating clauses where they just shoot themselves like right in their ball sack. And it's just like the stupidest thing to watch happen. Like, it's just so hard because I know the people that work there and I'm sure Bliss Mm -hmm. is too. Like, you know, the people that work there and you're like, you're good. You're all good. Mm-hmm. And I know that you're good. But like it's a bureaucratic system of like rules and stuff. So when people are like, yeah, yeah. Twitch is doing bad. I'm like, but these people are trying so hard. And they I know are. the people yeah. are trying so hard. And there's like so much you can do in like a huge corporation, which like I have to constantly remind people is owned by Amazon. So like ad- people will come in and be like, yeah, don't support Jeff Bezos on Goodreads. I'm like, you're on Twitch.tv. Let's take a second. <laughs> Let's take a yep. second. Daddy Bezos is taking half my money. He's here. Yeah, there's a couple of Twitch staff that like they don't even they don't even agree with what Twitch is doing, which is absolutely like, that's very telling in itself. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's there's moments where I think Twitch is like doing good, and I'm like yeah, and then they come out with something, and I was like, you didn't nope. talk to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't talk to anyone because like we would have just said no, don't do that, or like maybe change this. You mm-hmm. took the your own initiative somehow and came up with this result. And like it's a result. Or you, <laughs> you had one it. person speak for an entire community and that's all yeah. you talked to. <laughs> yeah. Instead of yeah. like actually, you know, reaching out to like a bunch of creators and being like, hey, we're thinking about doing this or even doing like a survey. Like I, I know Twitch sends out the surveys. I've sent them out and got my five dollar gift card. Um, <laughs> um but like you could reach out to creators that way especially like marginalized creators and be like, hi, what are we doing wrong? Like, Mm -hmm. is there a better way for us to help you become discoverable or help you uh, feel like, feel welcomed on our platform? Mm -hmm. We're more than just like getting numbers and money for you. Like we're actually Mm -hmm. human beings that are trying to create a difference in this world. I sat in on like a meeting with like a bunch of queer creators and Twitch at one point in time. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I don't know why I wouldn't be. But and they were basically being like, add the trans tag, add it. And they were like, oh, people will get hate. Like, we are already getting hate. Already, we're getting yeah. hate. And what yeah. is the difference? <laughs> what is the difference? I'm getting harassed every day using the gay tag. Like, what's I don't understand. Like, what's going on? Like, why do you think that we it's I had a conversation with somebody the other day where they were like, I don't want to add this person into this group because I feel like they're going to target them for being black and like harass. And I was like, they're a grown adult black person and they can make that decision for themselves. Why does any person or group or company think that their decision is to protect them? If that person is asking to do that thing, they know the repercussions. They're adults. They're streaming. This is their job. Like I've never understood like being like, Oh, let's baby them. Let's, you know what you could do if you're really worried about the people on your platform getting harassed? You could add in better security. That's crazy. But, like, finally, I feel like we have it a little better now. But, like... Yeah, there's a point where a company's protection is equal to their erasure of, like, that individual or of that group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. you're trying you're trying to protect and being like, no, we can't do this because you're going to get harassed and stuff like that. Okay, but then also, on the other hand, I'm not becoming discoverable. I'm not growing because you're not letting me grow when I'm giving you like the okay for me to do this. Like, obviously I know, I know what people are going to say when I'm like on a front page or anything like that. I've heard it all. I've Mm -hmm. heard it all. Mm -hmm. I'm 25 and I've heard it all. Trust me. Um, And I've heard it all at a very young age. And I know these people are just like 13 trying to get at me by using the most unoriginal insult that they can. And I'm like, come on. I forgot who said it, but I think, (laughs) <laughs> bb jess uh kind of said it in a, a tiktok where it's like i went to public school you're gonna have to try harder like i have a yeah, flat yeah. ass and i went to public school and you're gonna yeah. have to. i have a flat ass and i went to public school <laughs> and i'm like see and i have it like a really nice ass and went to public school <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so i mean <laughs> it can go either way like i'm I gonna need you to try harder there are sometimes where i feel like i'm being erased because like i Twitch doesn't want to necessarily give me the opportunity. And I'm like, Bessie, if you give me the opportunity, I'm going to rock that shit. So you mm-hmm. should give me the opportunity. I was going to say, let me, t- I feel like this is Blizz's specialty because I say in stream all my, all the time, like, yeah, well, I experienced by erasure. 
cis men or male presenting people who are bisexual have literally the worst of all yep. of it. Mm-hmm. So I would love to hear what you have to say. <sighs> yep. mm-hmm. Um, So I've experienced bi erasure. I've identified as bisexual for, I think, about nine years now. Um, probably even earlier than these nine years. Um, I've experienced people wanting to erase my identity especially folks in the like black community but also folks in the lgbtqia plus community which is very weird because Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be a community that's encompassing like i'm i'm in i'm in the fucking acronym but okay go off um but it made me feel personally like i had no place to go which was also something that i like kind of helped me in my twitch streaming um, and wanting to do Twitch streaming because I felt like I had no place to go and I had no community I was a part of. But it was very nice to know that there were people who were in the similar space as me who felt like they weren't a part of the community either because they kept getting erased or they honestly, they were hanging out with assholes, which is the same. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice to know that that my experience, I wasn't alone in my experience. And there was actually like a bunch of us who had the same experience of being feeling like we're being erased but like we're like okay so you're gonna erase us we're invisible we're gonna start doing crimes that's what we were were (laughs) um and i I even remember like the first brunch i ever went with my partner we went to a like a a gay brunch we had at that time we haven't necessarily dived into like the queer like environment um especially me coming from southern maryland so Mm. we went in sat next to uh a couple of like people next to us and they were like oh are you gay and i was like no i'm bisexual and they're like oh well bye now gay later and i was like no wow that's not how that me works with this fills me with such rage such rage I like, I, hit someone. <laughs> i'm like no that's not how that really works and i mean i even find it like happening today like i, I called out someone a couple weeks ago for bi erasure and asking the question is bisexual bisexuality actually real like, what do you expect from that what? question other than bias? And I'm like, okay. Bias. And bias. Like, <laughs> hi, I'm bisexual. I can tell you. <laughs> I can tell you what's happening. <laughs> um, I don't feel it so much in the Twitch community. I feel like uh, a lot of people mm-hmm. are feeling more comfortable identifying as bisexual or pansexual or just in the umbrella of bi plus. And... I'm very thankful for it because that that is representation, that is confidence that I feel like a lot of people need to see in order to be comfortable comfortably themselves. And it sucks that it takes that it takes representation or takes someone else doing it in order for you to feel comfortable. But like that's okay too. But it's very tiring still seeing the erasure today, especially when you're sitting here trying to fight for the cause of like hi i'm visible i am here no i i'm not gay i'm bisexual and there's a reason like i'm really pinpointing being bisexual i call myself an aggressive bisexual because like i'm going to let you know i am bisexual yeah you have to be aggressive "Mm -hmm." about it like did you know i'm did you know i'm bisexual you can't see the flag fully do you know i'm bisexual (laughs) you see these lights back here (laughs) you see the purple lighting are you catching the hint that every light in my room is either purple pink or blue Mm-hmm. No? Okay, cool. It, it sucks that a lot of us have to experience being erased in order to find community. And that happens with uh, like every like marginalized group. Sometimes you are erased and you find your community that way. But I do not wish that for anyone because I spent a lot of my years uh, basically hating my sexuality and hating myself because I felt like I didn't belong anywhere. But there was a space for us. And I'm dead ass going to fight for that space for us. And you're going to see me taking ankles. Anywhere I go. Elbowing <laughs> them out of the way. These elbows are rated E Grab for that everyone. Axe. E for everyone. <laughs> I love but that yeah. you said something about your purple lights too because one of my partners, uh, she is bi. And the other day she just like took my little remote and was like <laughs> – and changed Purple's it. Nice. And I was, she, was like, she was like, I just wanted to make it more bi in here. And I was like, all right. Thank I'm not you. saying we own purple, but I... It just feels like we, we might. We do. I mean, we, we might you do. own it. You do. Just. <laughs> a little bit. Purple's ours. I feel like I'm not going to say anything as important as Blizz. <laughs> so I'm just going to like... I, the what? only thing I can really say is that like now that I'm like literally married to a woman is people just love to assume that I'm just like... It's like easier to them to just be like, oh, lesbian. 
And like it's to the point I'm so tired, dude. Like I'm so yeah. old and I'm so tired. Um, but like it's just like one of the, it's, it, I can only say it so many. Thanks for being aggressive. I think is what I want to say. Thanks for being aggressive because like it gets to a point where I don't want to do it anymore where I'm just like like I let at this point I let Chad do it. Yeah. Like it's not an insult and I'm not upset. Like thank you. Um uh, my wife is a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. She's great. Um, that's not me. And or like I'll talk about having male partners and people will be like, you've dated a man before? And I'll be like, that's crazy. <laughs> when you're on the queer spectrum. Yeah. The kinds the of thing. people like, it, you can date. It, it it fluctuates for me. Like it, there there is no percentage and it can not change day to day. Yeah, it could change day to day. I can wake up and be like, dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I can wake up and honestly, I can wake up and be like, dick and like and that, that's that's just what it is we've that's all just, been there i think we've all been, been there, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's like the simple things of people assuming our sexuality that that is erasure like that mm-hmm. you, you can't do that which is like why i like the umbrella term like queer i could say like queer individual. until Same. you tell me what your sexuality is i'm gonna be like you're a queer individual and i love seeing seeing you do this queer shit so go ahead yeah um but yeah i just it's it's so tiring being erased uh i think i i guess you kind of i find that very interesting because we get so people get so caught up on labels sometimes too of like you have to tell me what you are and i'm like i don't know you anything i was like that literally could change minute by minute like second by second my feelings could change i was like i'm Mm -hmm. I, that's why I love like the umbrella term queer. I all the yeah, time same. people are like people will say something they'll be like so like what do you identify as I'm I'm queer. Although if there's like a guy that's trying to like hit on me on Call of Duty like me and cheer I'm gay. <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> men like we we say men derogatory. Yeah. Because like, like <laughs> yes. men. But okay, I did that on TikTok and I was like I said men derogatory and people were like you're homophobic and I was like. Or people would be I'm like, not all men yeah. are cis men. And I'm like, okay, we know. Yeah. I feel like you should no, be picking yeah, up the vibe that we're putting down. We're putting down a particular vibe. And you know what the vibe is. You know the How vibe. How am I homophobic for not being a man sympathizer? I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, I, I didn't plan on being a man sympathizer. When you're homophobic like, towards you're... yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and that's on, that's on trauma. <laughs> Dang. That's on putting myself in therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, one of the one of my favorite perks about being like telling people I'm bisexual and having a non-binary partner is I love leaving that like mystery yeah, ambiguity. I'm like, yeah, I'm bi. That's my partner. They do this. They do that. And everyone's like, but what? But what? But what? What are you? And I'm like, I told you. And I told you. You're never going to find out. <laughs> it's none of your business. <laughs> You just run away in your in your gown. <laughs> I I don't use the gay the LGBT tag on Twitch because like I don't want to deal with it. That's my choice, and it exists mm-hmm. because other people who need the discoverability can use it. But like once you get like a little like further up in CCV, at one point for me personally, I was like I'm at the top, and that means that I'm the first target. So I need to like <laughs> everybody else yeah. can have it for me. But like that's a it's like a you have to give them the option. You have to give them the option because otherwise, like what are you doing? Like, imagine being like, no, sorry, nobody can find you because you'll get harassed. And, like, all people of color and trans people are like, okay, cool. Yeah. Were, were we not before? <laughs> but, like, I, I feel like at least with that tag and, like, uh, verification, like, being able to add verification, like, we have increased quite a bit in security levels on Twitch, like, over the past, like, few, it's, like, months, right? Like, three yeah. or four months. It's mm-hmm. very soon. So that's crazy. It also is like kind of messed up because I feel like to the point where I was desensitized, everybody's like, all of these hate raids are happening. And in my head, like, I know it's messed up. I'm like, I've been being hate raided this whole time. It's not, doesn't feel new to me. Like it has always been like this. Like maybe they're longer hate raids, but like, this is just what's been happening to me the whole time I've been here. I feel for everybody. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah it's bad. I know that it's, it's bad. bad. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, get, punch me again. I hope that they fix it for you. But like, I feel like it's still going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like a really sad, like really negative view of being like, OK, I hope they fix it. <laughs> but like, I've been here so long that I doubt it. I feel like the the main reason, like with the whole hate raids, like I personally, for me, it didn't affect like 
seeing people say negative things about me doesn't affect me necessarily, but it's more mm-hmm. of like, I'm afraid that a community member would be affected and see mm-hmm. like these yeah. words and be like, oh no, I thought Twitch was this type of space and now I, I feel like threatened. I feel triggered. And I'm like, <sighs> yeah, new people like they, that's my thing is I'm like, people, yeah. when people are like, what should I do for streaming? I'm like, thick skin to be tough <laughs> i'm worried yeah. about you like it's just like horrible like i just want to coddle every see wait i'm twitch yeah. <laughs> I <wanna coddle> everyone. <laughs> i'm so worried about them <laughs> Luxie? sorry i'm sorry no but it, i think it's sad that like my first go-to like after being a streamer for so long and like probably yours who is like no be really careful like I've had creators come up to me and a lot of like queer creators or like POC mm-hmm. creators be like, hey, like I I streamed yesterday like for the first time and I got so much hate and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, the first the first week that I started streaming, I got called the N-word um, like constantly before I knew what moderation tools were and what a mod was. I was doing this by myself. Um, and... I was like, yeah, it was very disorienting. And also I questioned if I wanted to continue content creating. And then I was like, no, if I stop, they're going to win. And I'm stubborn. So, yeah. Yep. And now I've been going for like a year and some time, So <laughs> I guess I'm winning. <laughs> yes. You are the winner. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> no, I think that's I find that all like very interesting because I also am very privileged in many different ways being a, a white woman who is also can be very straight passing at times, if depending. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for a while there, when people were coming in, they didn't know. And there's still times that I know that people do not know that I'm gay that like come into stream. And like, as a gay I'm person, like, I just find it so shocking. <laughs> right? Right? It was the softball for me. <laughs> but no, I mean, that is, it's really interesting of like, I am okay. Like, I can take a lot of shit. I can take a lot of shit at times. Um, But then, like, we'll have, um, like, when you made the comment about other community members, Mm -hmm. like, after a while, the other community members have also become, like, protective in a way. Mm-hmm. To a sense where like someone will make one comment and they're like, excuse me. And I yeah. haven't even got, I haven't been able to look yet. <laughs> and I didn't even know what was going on. Next, you know, I look over and they're like, get out. Like, there's no reason for you to be here. Obviously read the room. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> like any troll that comes into my community, I'm like, I wish you the best. Because it's not going to be <laughs> me that's dragging you. It's going to be the community dragging you. Yeah, I'm literally yeah, going to be yeah. like, how, so how do you feel after getting dragged? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, they're, they're, like, they'll literally, like, take your ankles. Like, you mess up oh, one they're time. they're mean. They're, like, oh, sorry, not not in front of my streamer. And I'm, like, okay. I'm just here to play Stardew and talk. <laughs> okay. My mods had to make a command to tell the community to, like, chill. Yeah, Let yeah. her take care of it. Let's, yep. Let her take care of it. It's her content. Please don't attack them too hard. I think we're all, I feel like we're all pretty well known for making content out of people's mistakes. Yes. I think actually I would say if this was a Venn diagram, that would be the circle we were all in. And um, yeah. and when you start making uh, content out of people's mistakes, I think that your community becomes like hyper aware of everybody else's mistakes. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I definitely have to be like, hey, y'all, um, that person's my friend. Like my friend will come in and be like, hey, whore. And my child will be like, did you just call her? And I'm like, that's she has a VIP patch for a reason. Let's, let's yeah, come down. Yeah. No. I am I've her had, little whore. Thank you. <laughs> I've had two of my friends accidentally get banned. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how has like streaming and like making your own community uh, made you more comfortable with who you are. Cause like over the last year I've watched squid like blossom from this, like newly divorced from a man, just realizing she's gay lady to like, were you married to a man softball lesbian? Yeah. Yeah, I was. I'm proud of you for the growth is what I'm saying. Um, And like, I've been like, you know, I always had that like bi erasure in my mind of like, well, I've never actually dated a girl. So like, am mm. I really? And then now I'm I have a gaggle of lesbians that follow me everywhere. So I'm like, I, like, we're both like super comfy now. And I'm just interested to hear like both of your experiences of like growing into yourself via streaming. It's it's weird because so I, I, I just got into therapy and I am 
talking with my therapist about my growth and my confidence and stuff. And I feel like my community in itself made me more confident in my identity, um, being black and queer, but also in saying no and like really understanding what it means to set a boundary and follow through with setting that boundary. So if I'm not comfortable with something, I am okay with saying, hi, I'm not comfortable with that. So if you can't respect that boundary, you do not have access to me. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things that I've ever learned because I've utilized that in um, just my everyday life in general. Uh, what I'm about to explain, I am comfortable explaining, just a heads up. Um, but that's something that I have had to deal with with my own family, with my mom not accepting me being a bisexual individual. Um, I basically told her, hey, if you cannot respect who I am, any part of me, um, then you cannot have access to me anymore. Um, and I don't think it would, I would have been able to make that jump or make that leap into self-confidence if it wasn't for my community. I wouldn't be able to be in this apartment if it wasn't for my community. I am now living with my partner, which is hecking amazing. I've never imagined myself being able to live unapologetically like queer, unapologetically Black, being my own creative space. Every day I just kind of find myself <clears throat> making 16-year-old me prouder, like more happy. I wish I, I wish I could go back in time and first and foremost, fight 16 year old me and be like, sit your ass down. We need to talk. We're going to Chili's though. Um, <laughs> we're going to go to Chili's. Yes. <laughs> let's go. Um, and just kind of, you know, tell, tell them like everything's going to be okay. Like you're going to meet an amazing community who only wants to see you thrive and be unapologetically yourself and like genuinely yourself. And you're going to be happy, which is really awesome. And you deserve this happiness. Oh my God, you deserve this happiness so much. And it, it took me a while to realize that. And I'm very thankful for the Blisby's existence in, in this fire of a world. It, it feels like my one space where I can finally just breathe and exist. So I feel like, okay, listen, I feel like... I'm so impressed by you because I think that I have like a very, I'm sure everybody will be very shocked by this, but I'm very headstrong. Um, so <laughs> really? like when I was like, oh, I'm gay. And I was like, oh, I'm gay. And like, I never had like a moment where I was like, I'm insecure. And I'm, I just am like one, of, I just, my brain was like, yeah, fuck it. If you don't like me, you don't like me. Um, What's your zodiac sign, Lexi? I'm an Aries. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. You are. Yes, you are. <laughs> Lexi, the Aries. Okay. Um. So, like, I feel like it just feels like I don't ever really like talk. It feels like really cocky because people have like that's hor my partner specifically. My wife has like a horrible like time, like especially like with internalized and like dealing with your family. And like my my solution has always been like, oh, you don't like me, don't talk to me, which is like. I'll be fine. I'll figure it out. Like, I'll be sad for a bit and then I'll figure it out. But like going from like not talking about like who I was to an entire community to my community being like, show me your wedding dress. Show me your wife. is like such a huge improvement of <laughs> me being me your like, wife. Show me your wife. Or I'll be like, okay, Bean, I'm going to stream now. And people will be like, no, Bean, don't leave. And I'm like, <laughs> from going from like that, like, I can't talk about ever being in a relationship because nobody will want to watch me stream because I'm a woman and to like being like, oh, people just want to actually hang out. Like I sometimes we just get in the car and go get coffee and we call them our kids. That's how I first found you. Is it really? I, I enjoy streams where uh, people go outside because I just wanted to see like, oh, how would I how would I be able to do an IRL stream or anything like that? And, and yeah. that's, I, it was literally you in the car getting coffee. And I was like. Yay. They, so sometimes excited. they'll be like, are you going to go get coffee <laughs> with Bean? And Bean is always like, nice. That means we get to go get coffee in the car. <laughs> um, but, like, it's just such a, like, vast difference from being, like, I can't talk about anything to being, like, the kids, my my chat being, like, can we get McDonald's, mommy, mommy? Can we get McDonald's? I think it's very <laughs> telling of you as a content creator, too, because that's the whole, um, it doesn't really matter the content. They're more there for you like. i'm very thankful every day I, I had a conversation recently with somebody that like i hadn't talked to in a really long time and when i first when i had talked to them last i was like streaming runescape super unhappy 
Um, sorry, RuneScape. I have nothing against you. It's just that I'm sure if you play, you know that the RuneScape, people are bad. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> There's two versions of it, and I played the version everybody hated and belittled. So, like, <laughs> um, but like, I was so insecure about like my content, and I used to do like uh, goals, like to hit bill money, and like being able to like go and like not do that and just like hang out. And I'm playing a Christmas game where people just like you click, it's like an old person Christmas game where you like click to solve puzzles. And my whole stream being invested, it's just like a whirlwind of having like a, a really diverse, incredible community who will talk about things that are important and then go back to being like, Scrooge the Cat is canceled is like the most incredible thing. And like having them be like, show us your wedding pictures. Oh, talk about your fertility journey. Like it's a really weird, different community that I never expected to be able to have or to be able to even experience. Like being able to like sit down in front of a desk every day and be like, we're going to put donor sperm in my womb and like it be like people being like thank you for talking about it it's like a weird thing whereas i'm like how should we tell our families should we write them a letter <laughs> like how do we inform <laughs> the people outside the internet because like now i am so used to having like such an accepting like group of people constantly backing me up and like pushing me forward that like i'm like how do i do with the outside world because the inside world on the internet right now is like a kindness i would have never imagined like in a million years so um, I have a loaded question for you guys of what has been the most chaotic moment on your stream? Oh, God. <laughs> the only thing I can think of right now is that I, you know how we were talking about how our chats will like insult people that are being mean? So my chat was doing that, but with Animal Crossing villagers when we were villager hunting. <laughs> and I was like, thank God. Thank God y'all never do this to me. So then they started doing that to me. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever played Animal Crossing. It like ups your CCV by like 50, 500% to go like child gambling is what I call it. So there's a thousand people, which never happens in my stream. And they're all trying to come up with hurtful middle school insults to me. And I was just like, it was to the point where I had to tell my mods the next day, like we can't allow that to happen again because I will cry. Um, but like the chaos, the things that I have heard and seen, I'll never go. Somebody call me Grimes. Somebody call me Grimes. Oh, no. <laughs> Katy Perry knockoff. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, they were bad. But, like, the chaos, like, just seeing, like, an entire chat of people just, like, screaming, like, the things that your brain says to you but you don't want to say out loud. Oh, no. <laughs> it was both good and bad. Like, I thought it was funny. But also, <laughs> I never want to hear it again. It's like you give a mouse a cookie. You gave them a little bit. They just want to. Like, oh my god, I've been holding back this entire time. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Literally, they were like, "Oh, you want us to insult you?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're ready. We've actually it. been training our entire life. There's a there's a, a club for this, and we we're a part of a bully club. Yeah, secret Discord chat, or we just <laughs> compare you to celebrities that we think that you can never be good enough to look like. Oh my god. Um. So I think my. <laughs> Uh, my moment probably was um, on my birthday. I got a super high hype train number that I didn't even know existed. Um, and I, I've never, it was the high, it's the highest that I've ever gotten. And everyone was super nice. I don't know if it was my birthday or, or something, but they, they really enjoyed what I was bring into the table and um they raised over two thousand like percent um in a hype train i was like oh my god i didn't even know you could get to four digits in a hype train before <laughs> listen wait can i change my answer i just remembered i got partnered live on stream and that was actually the most chaotic thing <gasps> that's I think so that's cool yeah and i was late to stream that day because i was crying because it taken so long for my application it had been months four months oh my god and nobody had responded really? Yeah, and I was crying, and then I was like, I'm just going to take some time and do my makeup, and it's going to be fine, and then I got, it took them a long time, because I don't know if you remember the Coke Gaming commercial, but it took them a long time, because they partnered with Coke to, like, to partner me on stream, so, like, Coke also paid me when I got, it was very weird, like, they, they gifted it, like, a bunch of subs when I got partnered, and then we're like, we'll pay you to use this in a commercial, and I was like, okay, and the internet hated it, but... <laughs> <laughs> The internet ate that shit up. Like my brother still yells from like across the house, Coke gaming, um, which is my favorite oh, no. thing. Yeah, it's bad. It's just because like Twitch just played it like on repeat. You know how Twitch is learning? They didn't know how to stop running to say mad. Um, 
but yeah, I was like, I was just like, I took the time, like drew these fancy spider webs on my, on my eyes and like got on stream and was like hanging out. And then yeah, I got raided with like Twitch staff and I was just like, of course, <laughs> I just cried for like an hour and now y'all are doing this. I literally, I think the first words out of my mouth were like, I just did my eyeliner. Why would you do that? <laughs> How dare it. you? That, I think that's probably the most chaotic because like so there's chaotic. so much going on. You know when you like have like a threshold, an emotional threshold where you're like, I can't feel any more joy and now I have to feel no emotions and you're just like. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was me. So who do you look up to or who has like influenced you, be it like streaming, gaming, being just yourself as a person and who has helped, lo who has helped you love yourself for who you are? This is like a weird thing because when I first started streaming, like the people that I really looked up to are people that I say are my friends now. So like when I first started streaming, like I don't know if you know Negorix, but like Negorix just like embodies like I feel like so much of what it you should be as a streamer. Like she tries so hard to uh, constantly do the right thing and is still so funny and brings so much to the table. And like when I was like stuck playing like this game I didn't want to play I was just like one day I'm gonna meet networks now we're friends and like I get to do the same job as her and like we have the same like variety streaming path uh also like what a business bitch can I just say like watching <laughs> people be just like powerhouses and like business in the streaming industry because it's like such an untalked about like industry watching somebody like kick ass because like I don't know I'm sure Blizz at some point has felt this like you're like what am I doing what am I doing? Where am mm -hmm. I going? <laughs> How do I sign this paper? Uh, do I need a lawyer? Um, that's like one of those people that you see and you're just like, they know what they're doing all the time. Um, yeah. Even if they don't. Um, but currently right now, I feel like um, selfishly, a, like a lot of the way I look at my content where it's headed is like looking at people who stream who are also parents because it's um, my future. And a lot of really popular streamers who are white men are parents and people love that but watching women and queer people be parents and be successful is just like something that you don't see very often because like the internet loves to like shove moms away um or queer parents away in general um so like dodger um is like a mom who just like still streams and like i got to watch her like go through that process and i know like it's probably so annoying because I know I get annoyed being identified as like the queer streamer all the time. But um, so annoying to constantly be like idolized as like a mom who still streams. But like for me, like that's just like watching somebody still stream after having a kid and like and like still like being able to do something where I'm like, I'll be able to do it. But like, will I be able to do it? You know what I mean? Like, that's like something I don't really think about. But also just like everyone <laughs> all the time. <laughs> like, I'm so impressed by everyone all the time. Like, I'm so impressed by Blizz all the time. Like, I'm so impressed by Cheer. Like, I'm so, like, impressed by Squid. Like, it's, like, there's no end to me being, like, so impressed by how creative people's content is or how hard they're fighting or how much work they're putting into it. Like, there's just, like, absolutely no end to it. And I just wish I could, like, constantly follow everybody's every move all the time. But I'm just, like, so proud of everyone. And I'm so thankful to get to, ex like, exist in a space where you all exist. Also, I just want you to know, Blizz, that, like, me and my friends constantly talk about how funny you are. Like, we were playing New World, and <laughs> my friend would be like, I'd be like, why aren't you responding to me? And Hannah's like, I'm watching Blizz. <laughs> I love me. that. <laughs> um, this is, I'm, I'm so upset you went first, because I was going to be like, now I can talk about Lexi. Um, Too late, so, a lot of a lot of my like creative friends are constantly influence like influences in my life and in my content. Um, but I haven't always been like someone who is a just chatting streamer. Um, I actually did research and researched a lot of creators who focus. I wouldn't call them just chatters because they do game, but focus uh, where I feel like their energy shines the most with uh, engaging with their communities. And Luxie is one of those people. Ashley Arbato is one of those people. Chilbo Baggins is one of the, one of those people where their interaction with the community i think makes the entire experience like a treat and mm -hmm. them reacting to like the comments and stuff is really fun but it took me a little bit to understand how to effectively do that and like see what they brought to the table and like is that something that i could also like bring as well um and so i'm very thankful for your content lexi because like you you basically set the fact like, that you're saying you had to practice at this is shocking yeah. to me. Shocking. I agree. You woke up doing of, this. 
I, sh- I got a shit ton of social anxiety. So I'm just like, okay, cool. Um, but again, like I, there's like a, a, a lot of creative individuals. Data Dave TV is also one of my like biggest influences, especially being one of the first people I've watched on Twitch and seeing someone who, who is black and queer and also a professor. Um, do it. Yeah. Yeah. It is a professor doing Twitch full time to, and like, <laughs> Data Dave, how, how are you doing this? And literally, like, Twitch ambassador, all this stuff. And I'm like, this, you are literally goals. And it's also kind of cool that they see me on like the same level, even though sometimes I feel like I'm not on the same level and that's on imposter syndrome. Um, because there's so many amazing stars in this world and I don't necessarily see myself as much as a star, even though I am. And I, 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 I know I am. Um, I will fight myself on that. Um, <laughs> I am very thankful for these creators for helping me understand what I am doing and if I am doing something correctly. Mm-hmm. And also knowing that I have creators who are going to look, if I fuck up, they, they make sure I'm held accountable. Like they're mm-hmm. going to do that. And I, that, that's the type of, stream circle that's the type of like friendship in the content creation that i am looking for because you know we're all trying our best every day Uh, uh, that was so (laughs) sweet (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna put lexi said she looks up to me on my resume (laughs) i do it's just like existing how can you not look up to every person that we've ever worked with you know what i mean like every time i see somebody i'm like oh they're cooler than me i remember coming into my chat for the first time and me being like Hi, I think you're cool. <laughs> like, I, I've heard great like, things cool about here? you, and your and your energy is like just really cool. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Now we had that. That's cool. Okay, Thank I'm gonna you. go back to streaming now. I literally came in and I was like, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I was like, I need to calm down. I need to calm down. I and I have a thing about smiles, and like when I see a genuine smile on like a human being, I melt completely. And I literally was like, I'm melting. I literally used to just smile like. Oh. It, like it, it looks like it hurts. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. it looks like you're, it's harder to smile yeah. like that than naturally. Yeah. yeah, I hated my smile for the longest time, and then now chat keeps talking about my smile and my voice, and I'm like, stop. <laughs> I used Please to hate my voice too. Yeah, right. I, it's it's a thing, like especially working in um, doing podcasting because I did podcasting for a year before this. Um, I had to re-listen to my voice constantly and edit my own stuff, and I'm like. Yeah, I don't know if I like my voice. And now I'm having people be like, your voice is very nice. Like, you have nice dulcet tones. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I know. <laughs> they, keep, they keep mentioning dulcet. I have no idea who that is. Who's dulcet? <laughs> who is that? Who, is, who are they? Who is that? You have such a nice voice. You really you do. <laughs> Thank you. That's really like, nice. Like, m- milky. It's, I yeah, was going to say smooth. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is my morning voice. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And everybody's like a sucker for a morning voice. And everyone loves a morning voice. Um, so you both already touched on like other streamers you look up to and you like and mentioned some of their names. But at the end of our podcast, we kind of like do like a, a little raid or a shout out where we uh, like direct people to like, you should also check out this streamer. Um, so if you could raid anyone right now, who would it be? Um, I would l- love to send a shout out slash raid to um, someone who has been honestly genuine from the beginning and they treated me so nice to the point where they even took me out to a sushi restaurant um i want to give that shout out to cat scratch cat scratch is <gasps> i knew that's who it was gonna be yes. i knew it you taking my shout out now you taking my shout out i love cat scratch so much and the chaos that they bring their, their community is also chaotic and wholesome at the same time and i'm a huge fan of that type of content and they just bring a very interesting and entertaining aspect to Twitch streaming. And I am never bored, never mm-hmm. bored. I'm constantly like stimulated with what they bring to the table. And they're just also a nice, genuine human being. And I'm a huge fan. So, haha, Lexi. You, I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, you think I'm not going to do it again? I'm sorry. I will do the same exact thing. Literally, I can't. I can't think of another person that I would want to give a shout out to because like I... I genuinely from the bottom of my heart could not think of anybody 
funnier or more sincere or more deserving of any attention you could give to somebody on the internet than Kat. And not only that, but like Kat is hilarious and amazing off stream and then we'll in stream. And then like a week later be like, you don't have to respond. How are you doing? I love you. I hope you're having a great day. And like that person is just like, uh, just, I want to put her in a bubble and carry her around with me everywhere I go. Like a, like, you know, the good angel on your shoulder, except it's Kat (laughs) and she's both chaotic and good. And she's on your shoulder. Um, Getting seeing Kat get partnered, I was live. Seeing somebody coming to stream and telling me Kat got partnered was like, I think probably my highlight of 2020. I was like, screw I was like, didn't know what to do. Bean came in running. I heard like the pitter patter of her feet on the floor. And she was like, <laughs> Kat got partnered. And I was like, no way. No. Kat, what? Kat raided um, McFoolery, who was streaming in my house. <gasps> yeah. So like, Kat raided and was like, hey. And we're like, oh, hey, Kat, how are you doing? Welcome in. Is that a check mark? She <laughs> just got partnered. <laughs> Excuse me? Okay. <laughs> it's just like watching Kat like at the beginning of the year being able to be like Kat being like, I'm gonna say it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna work and I'm gonna get partnered. And like watching it happen and like watching her just like get the attention she deserves is just like the best, the best. Please go follow Kat, please. When, so when your friends yes. do cool when and successful do, things and you also you, get warm and happy because they are doing the damn thing. When you pee your pants because your friends are so cool. Yeah. <laughs> just constant this. <laughs> I love that we have circled back around to piss. That's exactly what needed to happen. <laughs> we started we started end with piss. <laughs> Um, but thank you so much again to Lexi and Bliz for being here. Um, thank you for having me. That was amazing. Thank you so much. This was, I'm sorry we gave you zero yeah, I'm content. Really sorry. Really zero sorry. discussion. <laughs> no content at all. The, this, really, I don't even know if this one's going to be able to air. It was mostly silence, honestly. Yeah, yeah. We barely talked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Y'all are the best. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Not Your Pick Me, hosted by me, Squid. And me, Cheer. Join our community over on the Discord and follow us on Instagram and TikTok for more exclusive content. When you leave a review, tell us about the topics and creators that you want to learn more about. Our executive producer is Janice Matsko of Empowerment Ventures, and our theme music was created by Brandon Peralta. Until next time, guys. All my lovins. And thanks for hanging out.